Jeffrey. What's that you have in your hand, boy? Pass it over. A telegram. Oh dear. Seems someone has been biting me. Fetch me my trousers at once. No, not those. Those are my time travel trousers. Those are my tea trousers. That's it. Those ones. My fighting trousers. Regarding your recent foray into the rap business and the scene you portray See, I don't normally approve of war games, but he's biting is what they all say and I'll tell you what, I don't need, I'm telling you this right now, I do not need fighting trousers I need plague trousers, I need, I need them rubber lined, I need them with some sort of inbuilt nappy Because apparently like the diarrhea is real um, but other than that, uh, we have come through our second wave. We're no longer in lockdown. Um, everywhere else in the world is on fire. We're not on fire anymore. This time last year, we were on fire. We're not on fire anymore. We're the Bacon Burgers, and we are fucking back. Welcome back. That was, it was a hard intro. Hard, hard-hitting <laughs> intro. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again. Uh, we are the Bacon Burgers. We are back. Uh, it is... Melbourne has turned it on with the weather. What do we reckon? 20, 20-something degrees, blue skies. 22, I reckon, yeah. Sitting on Sneaky's balcony. I think Sneaky's enjoying a nice glass of Pinot. What is it? Oh, it's cheap Shiraz. Cheap Shiraz. <laughs> I thought it was something nice. And a, a three-month no. growth. <laughs> <laughs> it's sneaky. Has actually let us be a out a bit, and he look. You are looking beastie. I'm liking it. I yeah, like it a lot. It's not quite Civil War General stage it's yet. Getting there. It's, it's getting there. It's getting there. It's nice. Yeah. It's really, really nice. But we're back. Um, we are actually back all in the same place. Uh, we've come through our second stage lockdown. Uh, 2020 has done its absolute best to try and kill me. Um, yeah, I, I went through the ring of this year. Uh, it's been absolutely fucking horrendous, but we're back. So, um, yeah, sitting in the same place at the same time, not having to talk to each other via Zoom. Oh, uh, God, only, Zoom. Only, only, only chumps have to record via Discord, don't they? I mean, only, only losers, you know, real yeah. dregs of society, the kind of people you wouldn't want to have in the same room as you because they'd probably oh, the steal English, something. English variety, I reckon. You no. calm down right there. I'm an Englishman, <laughs> and I fucking love those guys. <laughs> no, the, 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 uh, the juggers haven't been talking to us ever since we advised that they maybe go and have their sexual way with Sheffy. But uh, maybe they did that. I don't know. No, I mean, it's lockdown over there, so maybe one yeah, of them got... Next wave, exactly right, yeah. Desperation. P- yeah, desperation might have set in, you know. Uh, I don't know. Times are tough. All right, lads, I am going to... Oh, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is normally the section where we say, Hobby, what have you been up to? And I will be saying that in a minute, but I'm going to preface it by saying that I have done seven-tenths of sweet fuck all this year. Um, I have learned, much to my chagrin, that my hobby is completely driven by what when's the next event and what do I need to paint to get me to that event. And with no events coming up, I have fallen completely by the wayside. Uh, I got beaten up by a Polish sailor and I've been left in a ditch. So the closest I came to hobby is the LRDG are gone. My American Airborne are gone. Uh, thank you to the lovely gentleman up in Townsville who is now the proud owner of those. May he live long and prosper. And cop all the same hate that I did. Um, and then uh, I stripped my metal um, British Airborne, reprimed them, based them, and then stuck a heap of extra stowage. Oh, not stowage, but like little bandoliers and shit on them to make them look a bit more cool. 
And then I started to paint them, and then my wife said, you know what, I'm sick of living in this house uh, because we're living next door to ice addicts. So how about we move? And I said, yeah, it was a great idea. Um, and so all my shit got packed up because we're trying to declutter the house to make it look more sellable. So no hobby. I get no hobby. But I get the feeling you two have done a lot of hobby. But talk to me. Well, yeah, uh, so I've painted eight armies this year. How about that? Go and <laughs> take a gold star. Ha-ha! Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I, I've been locked in the bacon bunker painting shit all year long. Um, uh, yeah. We got here and literally you were covered in, covered in flecks of paint. It's all over your fingernails. You look like Howard Hughes, except for like, you know, instead of there being bottles of urine everywhere, it's just, it's wash. Bottles yeah, yeah. of, bottles of paint, null oil and paint water everywhere. See exactly right. I've been printing the spruce moose. Uh, <laughs> With a steering wheel for it, at least. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> Freemasons are all American. <laughs> Um, yeah, so no, it, it has been a productive uh, year of hobby for me, but the sad part of that is none of it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> I have to well, I mean, send it off as soon as I finish it. I mean, look, the, 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 the flip side of that coin is a very shiny side, is that, yeah, it's not all yours, but I'll tell you what, it kept you afloat, didn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it did, did quite well. Um, yeah, so I've sort of just been, been yeah, continuing to, to work on that. So uh, on the bench at the moment, um, uh, there's an Italian Eastern Front Army, uh, which which is uh, only just primed and, and kind of ready to go. So it'll be done by tomorrow afternoon, no sneaky. Yep. Um, You're the uh, new patch. Yeah. You just, just bang out top quality stuff in very little time. Well, I don't have much else going on in my life right True. at the moment. So, uh, um Still chewing, chewing away at uh, Napoleonic French uh, eighteen mil stuff because uh, I've got a bit of a deadline on that coming up that I need to need to finish it off. Yeah, twenty twenty one looms large. It does, it does. Uh, so that's for a um, fog end tournament uh, coming up in mid January. I'm trying to trying to get it ready for that. Shit, that is coming up quick, isn't it? Yeah, it's only a couple of weeks. Um, oh, what else is there on the bench? There's a uh, three comets I'm working on at the moment, and a tiger. Three comets and a tiger. Yeah, Are you doing that? Is it Andy Brown rig has evidently been in contact with you. He's a <laughs> he's a comet man. No, no, no. These these are uh, these are someone else. These are the uh, uh, Queensland lads. I've been doing a lot of work for. Oh, nice. Um, let's see, there's a bunch of uh, British Airborne on its way down uh, to do next. Metal or plastic? Uh, these are metals, but they're going with that uh, the, that plastic uh, army that I painted up earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, fair enough. So it's just kind of expanding that a wee bit. Um, after that, I should really paint something for myself. Like, I think you need to, man. I think you need to sort of get your... It's, I, this is why I stepped away from doing commission stuff because it just sucks your mojo. I mean, you you've, you are doing this as a genuine business venture. I did it for shits and giggles, but mm. um, yeah, I couldn't maintain focus. It was just terrible. Yeah, uh, it's. I think that's one of the... I mean, I started off and I was, I was of the opinion about finish one project before you start another one. Now I'm actually sort of cycling multiples through at once so I don't just get bored and pissed off looking at the same stuff. Uh, as it goes through, um, yeah. So no, it's been a very productive hobby year. Um, how about you, Rubes? 
I've uh, been fairly random with my my uh, hobby life. this year. Yeah, life as well. Um, I succeeded in my hobby goal of 365 hours of hobby for the year. I, I thought you were going to say you succeeded in your hobby goal of 365 new armies this year. Well, I do have close. a new Dutch army sitting at my feet at the moment. So. There's only three things in this, in this world that I hate. <laughs> Um, yeah, so a lot of randomness, um, punching along with the vehicles, um, completed all my Blitzkrieg Germans, uh, for well, the vehicles anyway, still plenty of infantry to go, um, starting on some French tanks slowly, chipping away at um, oh, just everything, samurai, uh, gladiators, uh, some Soviets, yeah, you name it, I've, I've got something thrown in the mix there, um, Chipping away where I can in between uh, what's been a hectic uh, couple of months at work, unfortunately. I'm using this opportunity to call you out. Mm. Is that you started a game with myself and Hari via Facebook? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, fell by the wayside though, it didn't did. it, Rubes? Because work and motivation. And yeah, work and motivation. <laughs> hey, I was enjoying that game. I got I got one or two games done with Hari before you you were on deck. So there's no excuse. Yeah, no, really not. <laughs> Checkmate. No, um, Basically, because we couldn't catch up, we were playing a turn-based yeah, uh, game. Yep. It was interesting. It was difficult because you kind of, it's you're being fed information and you're relying on a set of photographs that you've taken for me. Yeah. And you know, this is happening. This is happening. And, I, and that's what I wanted to capture was the fog of war aspect to it. So you it was definitely captured a, it. Much more of an RPG uh, aspect of the game rather than straight bolt action, roll some dice, pull some mortar dice, you name it. Um, so yeah, so each round would consist of a bit of a narrative um, and three to four photos from the perspective of uh, the player on the table. So they could only see what their actual figure could see. So it's you, what what it lacked in in sort of that dynamic approach that you get from actual tabletop gaming, mm. it kind of made up for in this kind of suspenseful, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And Rubes, I still don't know what's going to happen because you still haven't <laughs> sent me the next turn. I've, I've, and that was like four months ago. I may have cleared the table. <laughs> I thought you would have. I, 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 I had a... came cluttered yeah, and I just I had know. to clear it. Um, yeah, so I know I did things like if... Um, obviously, if you couldn't see enemy armour moving or big guns firing your character would hear them so you'd have to react send out scouts um it was a it was a yeah. it was a it was a good it was a good try um yeah. i think we'll maybe have to revisit that at some stage yeah I, I really need to get a second table up and running so i can leave something like that set up um and i can come to it whenever i can i'm hearing that um yeah work that's on one of the things that there. we're looking for when i buy a new house is actually like a, a decent garage or um yeah. you know some sort of dedicated hobby space we found a few places um we're getting close but yeah when it finally happens yeah i've got um i've got the one table but if i get sidetracked or motivated i want to do something else or i need a space to set something up that i've been working on that's larger mm. um, it kind of gets in the way so yeah i, I really need a, a second uh table space you get a second house well what you need. we're looking we are looking for something bigger so yeah. Well, seems to be a, be a theme actually. I, I've been uh, contemplating, uh, maybe not next year, but the year after moving out of here and finding somewhere that's got a big garage that I can actually mm. set everything Where up you in. Thinking about moving to Sneaky? Um, uh, I, I no clear idea about the the part of the city. I mean, probably stay on this side. Because you were know. talking for a little while about sort of going north to Bendigo way. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're all options, but um, everything's a little bit up in the air 
um, at the moment. It seems that if both of you bugger off up that way, I'm going to be the one travelling. Yep. yep. Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got a lot going on. Yep. You've got even more going on because we've got a guest. We do. And I haven't blown past this. It's all part of my tactical genius <laughs> is to uh, hand it over to you. Rubes, would you like to introduce your guest? Yes, I do have a special guest. She here. looks so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> my, my niece uh, is tagged along tonight. Um, yesterday, she wrote her first list, which was a very good effort. Not a tournament list per se, but um, what she thought would be a bit of fun. Uh, do you want to uh, take us through the list, Ordell? How about you introduce Ordell first? Okay, yeah, I did. I said my niece is here. Ordell. Ordell is her name. There we go. See, you've Ordell, got a shout out. Ordell, what is your history in gaming? Oh, I'll let you do the interview. I, I don't think of these things. I see her all the time, so you give me the mic. Ordell, how are you doing? You all right? Good. There you go. Right, what is your history in gaming? Uh, well, I think the first one was when my mum, Macy, and I came over to your house and did Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And then Such a nerd Rubes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you get the cloak out with the moons and stars on it? <laughs> so you've been playing for a little while and Rubes has kind of brought you into bolt action. So you're kind of yeah. thinking, and you, I see, I've gone over your list, so I'm not going to pretend like I haven't, but you've gone for the French. Mm-hmm. Any particular reason why? Um, well, I was learning French at school. Right, you are? Yeah. When I chose it, so I just sort of picked French. Bonjour, monsieur. Ça va? Yeah, brilliant. Okay. So, um, the first question I got for you is, have you seen the film Dunkirk? No. Right, you should probably go and watch that. Damn good film. Yeah. Um, what? The original, the original is better. Get out. <laughs> I will not hear a word against Christopher Nolan in this, in this podcast. All right, Odell. So you've written a 1,000-point list. This is Odell's first crack at writing a list. Now, I've, I've, I've kind of picked holes in it, but that's kind of what I do. I think it's a good list. Um, run us through what, you, what, what, what your first list was like. Um, <laughs> there are no wrong answers. It's all good. I just sort of picked one of everything. Okay. <laughs> no, that's... Hey, look, that's... Hey, when we all first start writing lists, that's kind of what we do, is we pick one of everything because it's all fun to play with, and then you refine and refine and refine and refine, and you, then eventually you end up winning CanCon with a list that maybe some people weren't all that happy with, <laughs> and you get hated a lot, and then the world turns to shit, and you get a pandemic. I'm pretty sure it was my fault. <laughs> all good, whatever. What's in your list? Uh, so I have... Two regular infantry sections. Five men apiece? Yep. Uh, chasseurs, portes. Uh, Odell, you're learning French, so I want to hear <laughs> some inflection. I used to learn French. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, where they have two submachine guns and a VB gun. Oh, the launcher. Yeah. Yep, lovely. Uh, I've got first lieutenant officer. A regular first lieutenant? Yep. Uh, me- regular medic. Uh, f- Air Force regular forward observer. Jeez. Machine gun team regular. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, regular sniper team. Medium mortar team. Lovely. Char... B1-bis. B1-bis regular. Beast. Not the beast, but it's a beast. Mm. <laughs> it's a bison beast. Mm. Uh, Lorraine, 38, Carrier, regular. Um, two of those. Two of they? those. Yep. So that's a basically like a French half-track, isn't it? A wheeled French half-track? Uh, fully tracked. Full track. Full track. Okay, yep, yep. yep. Uh, a Lafley S20 TL 
Porty. Double MMG truck, very tasty. Uh, that's inexperienced and. Not so tasty. <laughs> it's not going to hit anything. Okay, yep. And a free medium artillery regular. Perfect. All right, so it's uh, 15 dice if my maths serves me correct. It's tasty. Um, I can see that you've taken one of everything. I, my, 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 I've already gone through with you how I would. I've already told you that is a blunt stick, and I'm pretty sure if you take a knife to it, you can make a very sharp stick out of that. Um, there are things I drop, but that's a really, really good first list. It's a heck of a lot better than my first list. Uh, my first list was a complete piece of shit, and I took it to an event. I didn't do too badly, but I don't know what I was doing. It was, you know, whatevs. But yeah, I, th I think that um, I, I think that if you play with that you're going to find out very quickly the things that work and the things that don't. You're going to find that media machine guns don't really work. You're going to find that medics, although, I mean, every I, I think it's almost like, oh, which one is it? There's a unit that everyone takes, you know, when they first start playing the game and you realise very quickly they're rubbish and you just, you forget about them and just move on. And MMG teams, MMG, yeah. They are a bit like that. You think this is going to be great. Yeah, you look at those great. German lists and you're like, oh, I can have two. Yeah. You don't even want one. Yeah, American, Americans can take three. Three MMGs and you're like, oh my God. And you go, oh my God. No, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just, it's, it, it, they kind of pop up and you think that's oh, great, but then you realise they don't work the way that you think they're going to work and then, you move on. But I think it's a really, really good stab. Are you, um, so Rubes, you're printing some vehicles, is that right? Well, in theory, I've had a few <laughs> setbacks with the printer uh, during this. But yeah, I'm printing out the, uh, we've got the Lafley printed out. Uh, one of the Lorraines minus the, the trailer is printed. Um, unfortunately, the spool I'm using has uh, been wound a bit incorrectly and has jammed a few times, so I've got to restart the char. But, um, yeah, so we'll print those out, and she's already got the officer and the medic and the air observer um, and a mortar team, so she's well on the way to getting a bit of a collection going, haven't you? Yep. <laughs> I think Ordell's going to be quite quiet this evening. She's already handed the mic back. She's like, yeah, take this off me, take this off me. All right, so um, what it... Oh, okay, we're going that way. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Get back to the original All right, so... Um, the idea would be is for us, we're going to touch on it a little bit later in another segment, but we're going to try and run an event late January, this side of town in Melbourne, and we're going to get Ordell to come and run an event, uh, run her list at that event. Try. Uh, possibly, although I don't know if I can be there for the full day, so maybe not. Uh, right you are, right you are. But, we'll figure um, something out. We'll she's thinking out. of, if Sudlik is running this year, maybe coming to Tasmania. Tassie's a good, it's a good trip. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of people with two heads, but, you know, you sort of look past <laughs> that. They can't look past you because there's two heads, there's four sets of eyes. It's, you know, it's, they just... Yeah, uh, so many they have, coming at once. That's exactly right. They have a commanding field of vision. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it is what it is. All right, so... Hobby, we're all good. We're all looking pretty good. Um, I think Sneaky's personally, I think you're killing it because not only you, how many armies did you punch out? Uh, eight. And they're all top notch. That's, I mean, you can sit there and sort of, you know, look. Yeah, they are. They're all top notch because that's that's how you handle your business. Um, I have a feeling if I, it's one of those things. If you don't use it, you lose it. I think I've lost it. So, uh, yeah. Possibly quite a few people will be in that boat. About, I mean, I, I played my first game of anything since... Uh, I mean, we, we went up to CanCon. Uh, I think I played uh, one game of Fog End at the at League of Ancients after that. 
and then nothing. Until I haven't even played last a game. Of, I haven't even played a game of fucking snakes and ladders. Like I've, yeah, I've I had nothing. We've played a couple games thing. of trouble at home over the past couple of days. Only do it. The old classic trouble. With the I, popomatic bubble, yep. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, love yeah, that yeah. shit. I'm undefeated. Mm. But we did, we did, we <laughs> loaded did dice. <laughs> I roll, <laughs> slip them in there. We did. We did buy ourselves a copy of Catan for for Christmas. Nice. Lovely. We'll get into that. That's a good one. I made the mistake of buying Borderlands Three at a Steam sale on Boxing Day, uh, and that's kind yeah. of yeah, level oh, twenty siren. I, I had this, the same issue with that Hearts of Iron Four. Uh, the the uh, Juggers bloody well got me into it. And I'm hooked on the thing. Crack dealers. Yeah. Fucking crack dealers. <laughs> All right. So in um, in saying that, uh, we're going to hit the year in review. Uh, this is going to be, I feel, a regular, a pretty short segment because the year has been a shit show from about January the 1st onwards. We started the year on fire. Yes. We went to Canberra where Rubes couldn't go because he was manning a checkpoint and he nearly got he nearly had a fire front roll over him. I'm probably making that up, but it sounds dramatic, so we'll go with it. I was in an area where a fire front had gone. That's through. exactly right. It was close and your parts of your uniform melted and all kinds of stuff. It was very dangerous. Shot you could have died. Disclaimer. Exactly right. Happen. <laughs> you can't prove that. Summary execution. <laughs> <laughs> he was shooting looters. No, we can't I shouldn't say that. You no. didn't do that. No, Rubes no. didn't shoot anybody, okay? <laughs> He knows where the bodies are buried But yeah So it's been a really yeah, shitty they year They didn't shoot everyone They hang them Didn't he tie them behind the car And just like just, just, just <laughs> drive around for a bit I, got, I did it the proper Wellington way I got the provost south to hang them at dawn <laughs> <laughs> You gave them a smoke And then said up you go come on um, it, yeah, it's been a shit year. Uh, it truly has, and I really feel for um, uh, our British listenership who are just going into a very, very savage lockdown. Well, not they're not go- they they're in a savage lockdown, and they also copped it right before Christmas. Um, we are almost geographically fortunate that our winter and therefore our second wave hit us middle of the year and it was crap and we didn't see each other and I didn't see friends for ages and, you know, I went to hospital a couple of times and, you know, um, it was shit because I didn't see you guys forever and then we were catching up via fucking Zoom and fucking Discord. Zoom. Yeah. yeah, it was rubbish. It was complete rubbish. It's the pits. Oh, it just, that it, it's like the Muppet Show, you know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Or the, the Muppet Show. Yeah. And so to start the music, it's time to fuck the lights. Listeners, uh, you can't see, but we're all looking at angles like yeah, we're in the yeah, like, bunch square. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity squares. But it was it was rubbish. And then, you know, we've now got this thing where, um, you know, England or the, the entire Northern Hemisphere is now going into their winter and it's going to get bad. And we can only hope that everyone's safe. Mm. Um well, I mean, I guess for for us, our, our, our hope is that this doesn't become a seasonal winter thing that just oh God, no. comes back oh year after that year after year for God knows how long. Like, I, I enjoy my own company, don't get me wrong, but fuck, that was way too much. I went to, Rubes and I went to the movies the other night. Um, we went to the Aster to go into The Empire Strikes Back. And yeah, just where was my glorious. invite, you fuckers? Every time I've talked to you about Star Wars, you always make a, an Arrested Development joke. No, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Go and see a Star Wars or something. At the the moment, the prospect of getting out of the house in the. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, if I realize that. Yeah, if it. it, Okay, well, there's. What we've got a calendar. We're going to look at the calendar, and if there's something on there that I think all three of us would enjoy. They are doing a Star Wars marathon for the original three. I don't think I'm going to do that because my tailbone won't put up with it. Yeah, those seats are hard, aren't they? They are. I can do about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and then I'm like, I feel like I'm sitting on a house brick, and it's wedged in my butt crack. 
Um, but yeah, essentially, it was like just sitting there in a movie theater with a mate, having a tub of popcorn, mm. was with Maltesers, which. <sighs> He has put me onto something new. You get a packet of Maltesers, and you get your popcorn, and then you pour half of the Maltesers in each box, and then you mix it up, and then Rube puts the popcorn on his lap and then tells me to eat the, uh, eat the popcorn out of his box, and eventually there's a Malteser I can't get out oh, of there because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems fixed it's in place. Malteser. It's weird. <laughs> so you shouldn't have bought her. It's, it's just wrong. <laughs> See, you should have been prepared for this, Rubes. <laughs> you knew the jokes were going to get bad. Yeah. Pizza, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Oh. It was a, there was did a you, sausage on the pizza. Did you roll a Jaffa down the, oh. down the aisle? No, we were too far out of the front. Yeah, we but were, it was... How good was it? Just sitting oh, in a movie theatre and just watching... Just uh, It sounds weird, but having movie popcorn... And chewy movie going popcorn was oh, no. just... Oh. It's not the same. I mean, you can get the bag stuff, but it's just it's not, not the same. same. And the ass, I got one of those ass to chalk ices. I got a mint one that was tasty as. Everything about it was great. It was just, it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, this is just absolutely brilliant. Um, and hopefully we're going to see a bit more of a return to that and, you know. No return to gaming. It'd be nice. Well, like I said, um, end of Jan, we're looking at something and then hopefully we'll maybe kickstart the, um, we've got to wait for some gaming shops to open up. To, mm. You know, truth be told, I mean. Um, oh, look, look leagues, league, leagues open. You guys should get a membership. It's probably not it's a bad a good, idea. Good point. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I'm still waiting for House of War to open up. Um, Early Jan, I think. Yeah. 6th as of Jan far or as like I that. know, good games in the city is gone. Uh, so their lease ran out, I yeah. believe, uh, for their Lons- Lonsdale Street they were used to be on. Something like that, yeah. Um, behind the Korean travel agent. Yes. Yeah, yes. Weird setup. Yeah, yeah. so. The I drove lease, past that place the other day. The lease for there ran out, and apparently they are looking for another space, but I've not heard anything else since. Nah, so right now it's. I, the other thing is, I'll probably contact the Auburn Bowls Club. Um, but yeah, look, we'll we'll try and get something happening and you know get some sort of event schedule out. Um, just while I'm thinking about it, with the year in review, I'd just like to say a big bacon burger congratulations to Chris Peck. Um, yeah. Him and the missus had a little had a little uh, had a little uh, lovely a little bubachom peckish a little peck. <laughs> um, Chris, if you're listening, the only question that the bacon burgers have for you is why didn't you call your son Stuart? <laughs> 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 so then, uh, it was that was just it was ripe, mate. Like, what are you thinking? Like, it should have been Stuart, but whatever, all good. You know, you can. Okay, um, it's just a missed opportunity. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. But no, yeah. th- no, congrats, mate. We're really happy for you guys, and I'm really happy that everyone is okay. That we've come through. Mm. I honestly thought when this thing came through, given that Rubes and I are in the community. Um, you especially, I mean, you went through the fucking ring of this year like yeah. nobody else. Yeah, right in the front line. You were on the front line. I mean, you've, like, between the fires and COVID, you've... Well done, man. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not saying that as a joke. I'm really saying, well done. Like, you've handled your business better than I would have. I mean, I was walking around as a plumber and I'm like, I oh, don't talk to me, don't come near me, but you got... Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I mean the the mood that everyone was was in watching the the uh, oh was it the five G anti vax. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Yep. I I installed yeah, a new uh, I installed a new router in here. Uh, at one point this this year, I was going to call the home network five um, G Corona Beam. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Looked it up. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you end up? 
you ended up in an American newspaper or something, didn't you? A photo of you. Yeah, the Washington Post. Yeah, you ended up in the Washington <laughs> Post. <laughs> it's amazing. In, standing in front of the shrine. Hanging a looter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, it wasn't a hanging, it was a lynching. Okay, it's different. <laughs> no, it's lynching if they're vigilantes. That's a oh, lynching. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yes, I was um, standing in front of the shrine, guarding it from the uh, Morons. 5G crazies that were uh, causing some the Tim Foyle, yeah. The Tim Foyle Hat Brigade. I must say, it is actually a very, very good picture of myself. You look hard as hell. Yeah, one of All the, you needed was a black hawk in the background and be like, Jesus Christ. I did have the mounted branch behind me though. So you did, yeah, that's a friend of brain nice behind me. Yeah, yeah. Did you actually pose for that or was it just, no, a, no, candid it was just snap? a candid snap? That's amazing. That's just how I roll tough as. <laughs> I call bullshit, but I'm not. I'm, you notice I'm looking at you when I call bullshit because I don't want to look him in the face when I say it. <laughs> I won't even make it to my car if I can get snapped up and put in a black bag. Now that you can hang people. Like he's... <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinary rendition. I know. So uh, dis- side Yeah, exactly right. Disappearing Rubes' black bag and black burn or something. But no, it's been a crap year. Um, it's there's been very few sort of shining lights. Um, the orange wank maggot being removed from public office in America. That was that was kind of nice. Silver lining. At that least. was. Um, now, if we can get uh, slept in a ditch, Boris to to Ooh. follow suit. Maybe. Fuck me! What is the deal with that dude? Like, can he can he just not brush his bloody hair? He <laughs> looks like Wells of Gummidge. Like, for Christ's sake! <laughs> you think I turned on the TV the other day, and there was an a- I shit you not an animated version of Wells of Gummidge on. It wasn't anywhere near as creepy as John Pertwee, but <laughs> he it was a creepy version. The Pertwee there was great. But you don't know who Wurzel Gummidge is, do you? I'll show no, you a no, photo in the bro. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It, and you'll see and go, that's Boris's hair. You'd think Sparks Boris would have some advisor or some makeup person behind the stage going, Whoever is whoever's let's do doing it. Boris, I swear to God, they used to work for Trump. <laughs> and Boris has gone, I need that. I, I want to look like my head has just been fucked up every single day. <laughs> like, just fuck my shit up, fam. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, fam. Wax what, hard. <laughs> what do you what do you want to look like? Just destroy me. <laughs> I got you. Just fuck yeah. it. Oh, it's just awful. I, and it's such a strange thing, like thinking about all of this in review, because I, as awful as it was, nothing actually happened. We just all sat in our houses. Yeah, but that's why nothing happened. Isn't it? That's why yep. nothing happened yeah. because everyone, yep. most people, did the right thing. And I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm not making this up. There were, there were, there have been two moments this year where I've been genuinely walking around having what I thought was an anxiety attack, and I'm not prone to that sort of thing. I'm generally pretty relaxed. The first one was when we had a massive run on the supermarkets, and I was walking around my local supermarket, and there was just fucking nothing. Yeah. Like, was... there was just... It was like locusts have been through there. It was scary. Like, there was like... If you if you want canned beetroot or tinned fish, we got you covered. That, the, nothing the, else. The local... Uh, went through. I went through the freezer section when that was going on. The only thing that was still in, in the freezer section... And it was chock-a-block full. It was Russell's couscous. Couscous. <laughs> nothing, couscous, delicious. Nothing frozen That's couscous. Shit, yeah. It's, I love couscous. I, I, I think all I could find was capers at one point. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... That's, you can't sustain yourself on capers, Sneaky. Oh, but, I don't know. <laughs> but that was, that was the first time that I was genuinely anxious. I was walking around. Mm. I there's not in my chest. And I'm like, this is not great. The second yeah. time was when... It was, was only just recently. Now, we've come a long way. Victoria... I think Victoria and France... At one stage, there had similar numbers. We went into a really hard lockdown. We masked up, stayed home, did all the right thing, and then we 
gradually crawled our way back to zero and fucking high fives all around to everybody because we did a great job. Francis turned to shit. Um, but then all of a sudden, just recently, we've had the whole thing in the northern beaches in Sydney and I got really anxious because I thought all I need is one of those fuckwits to make it back to Melbourne and we are almost back to square one. Mm. And then I heard that somebody did make it back to Melbourne, but quarantine immediately, all good, no probs, and we're still good. But like we've got to the stage now where I think we only need to wear masks in shopping centers, shopping centers, supermarkets, yep. and you know, in, in in establishments where they require you to wear, they, they want yeah. you to wear a mask, no problems at where all. We can't maintain social distancing. Exactly right. I mean, technically, we probably should be wearing a mask at the moment, but you know, I mean, we were at the movies the other night, and I thought. That it would have been spaced out, yada yada. Yeah, I was a bit puzzled by that. No, they fucking crammed us in there. Yeah. It was just we were just rubbing up against each other, and anytime somebody coughed, somebody got a punch in the face, and it was very Australian. But it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly look at pictures of gigs of like you know four hundred sweaty dudes in a room, all packed in like that and just go no 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 fucking way yeah Yeah. the one that i I read something today was like do you remember when we used to go bowling and you put your three fingers in those three (laughs) holes where the hundreds of other people put their fingers who says romance is dead yeah and then (laughs) well well played yes fucking jumped on that one but then you'd like take those three fingers out and you go to that and you'd eat fucking fries and all and like you know it was like nothing can touch us. Good God, I wouldn't do anything like that these days. It's, but the it's funny such thing an eye opener. Now that I think about it, right? So this whole year, I didn't get a cold. I did not get. There's a, a reason for that. Yeah. No, there's a reason for that. Because I was not on public transport. Exactly, exactly right. I was exactly wearing right. Masks. Exactly right. Somebody said to me, "He's like, oh, it's not even real. Fucking, you know, like our flu numbers have been down this year." I'm like, "Yeah," because anytime anyone gets symptoms, they go home, they get tested, they isolate. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's social distancing. That's what we should be doing during flu, cold and flu seasons. If you get sick, mm. you get sick. Don't go to work. How yep. many times have you known it? Bit, like I, I, when I used to work in an office, you'd always get that one moron who come in and go, "Oh, I'm feeling a bit under, but I'm, oh, I'm going to take one for the team." You're not taking one for the team. You're you fucking assault. Yeah, you give it to the team. Go home. <laughs> go home, or I'm going to fucking hurt you. I'm going to fucking staple something to your forehead. You fucking well, I mean, that, nutty. That was one one of the great. Does it things sound like I'm annoyed? I do get annoyed at that. I'm very sorry. <laughs> one one of the the few good things about working for a you know globally dispersed uh, company as as I used to. We were all set up to work from home anyway, yeah. so yeah, it was right. never a, a question about yeah, yeah. If you're not feeling well, stay stay at home. Yeah, you can't you can't install someone's toilet from home, we, sneaky. No, I mean we were <laughs> we were all trying to rest people from home. <laughs> robotics will. Uh, oh uh, no, nah, not gonna happen. Don't scare me. I don't need more stress in my life. <laughs> I, I found I, I could never work from home because I've got my hobby room there, I've got my computer there. I'll be going, oh, you know, I might just do half an hour of hobby here. Oh, See, so here's the thing. I didn't say I wasn't slack as well. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, though, and here's, here's the thing I've heard. is like my wife has been working from home, and I'll ring her, and I'll be like, what are you up to? She's like, oh, I'm just sitting down having a piece of toast and watching, you know, crappy television. Aren't you at work? Yeah, I'm taking a 10-minute break. And she's more productive that way. Yeah, I think there actually has been some studies that have shown that... Less sick stuff, days. Yeah. Yep. The other thing is, if you want to be sick and work from home, <laughs> you, yeah. you go, son. You go nuts. However, the, it, 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 has a, it has a problem uh, the other way as well, which is you, you can... Just as much as you're working from home, you're living at work. Yeah, that there's no difficult. separation. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's. I the very first job, the very first proper job I ever had was working for a waterboard in Geelong, and my parents thought it would be a fantastic idea to find me to move me out 
basically I was 20, I just got my first job, take notes because this is going to happen, all right? And they basically found me a place to rent. The place they found me to rent was across the road from work. So every time I walked out of my front door, looked across the road, I was looking at fucking work. And let me tell you, it's demoralizing because you don't ever feel like you can get away. You walk out the door, oh, for fuck's sake, it's there again. It's looking at me, it's staring at me. It's just, oh my God. Marissa's working from our bedroom at the moment, so you can imagine... How there are so many jokes, but I respect your yeah, wife way yeah, too much no, to yeah, make that. Just not go there. No, I'm not going there at all. She's such a lovely lady. If I didn't, if if if, if I, yeah, if I wasn't as, yeah, yeah. If, if Rubes had said that, if Rubes said I'm working from a bedroom, I would have turned around and gone, oh, you got an OnlyFans? Yeah. Or, <laughs> I, Lily I, would stab you. <laughs> I don't want to see that. About bowling ball. She is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Lily is deceptively scary. Trust she me. is terrifying. She is yeah, terrifying. I've heard stories. I love it stories. to death. Oh, that's yeah. that. That was one good thing for 2020. I put a ring on it. You did put a ring on I it. Congratulations. It it. So she's stuck with me and my hobby ways now. Yeah, she, yep, she <laughs> is in there. I think that um, I think that uh, getting back to Lily being scary, I mean, wasn't she the one going up to all the roadblocks when you were up north and she was actually the one hanging people? You were just like, <laughs> just hiding the evidence. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Love, they're at it again. I'll be there in 20. <laughs> no. Straight to roadblocks. We just, but no, when when I did move in with her, she was very kind. I, I walked in one day. Uh, I think I'd been living with her about a week. Walked in, looked in the spare room, and she'd set up a hobby desk and everything for me. So she's good know. quality. So. Can you just run us through how you propose? Because I think it's really cute. <laughs> I know we don't do this on the bacon, but I look, and seriously, I, this is classic bacon burgers. I Rabbit mean, hole. <laughs> we are we are a, we are a bolt action hobby podcast. We've just been talking about. Digression. Yeah. How have you been going in 2020? But, I mean, run us through this because I think this is great. Yeah, so I, um, we've got four profiles on our Netflix. It was a pizza box, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn box. <laughs> Popcorn box. <laughs> um, we've got four profiles because Lily hates the algorithms on Netflix, so she's created a profile for each of our dogs. So she watches different types of things on each profile because that way it brings up similar things. I know, we all have our oddities. <laughs> no no judgments. I was going to say, who am I to judge? <laughs> Indeed. Um, and I changed the four profiles to, will you marry me? And uh, we went out for dinner. Didn't pop the question then, as you know, the traditional cliche would, would be. Uh, we got home. Uh, she was talking about putting reminders on Netflix for... Um, for shows that were upcoming and saying, oh, I don't think they work. And I'm like, I have no idea how to do that. You'll have to show me when we get home. Sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, ninja skills. And she turned on the TV and because I typed in the names, the last profile was lit up, the me with the question mark. And she looked at it and goes, who's me? And I'm standing there dumbfounded. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's all gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yes. I bought, I bought, I bought. No, I was on uh, one knee with the ring. She turned around and saw me and she cried for three minutes. And I said, okay, can you not leave me hanging? So she... Oh, I've got bad knees, love. Let me <laughs> yeah, up, let me I, up. I do. <laughs> Um, thankfully she said yes Because that would have been an awkward Well done, awkward congratulations time. And then she turned around and says I still don't get why you changed the names of the Netflix profiles And I said, read the whole thing We got there in the end We did Well we did. done no, Congrats mate, that's fantastic Thanks, mate. I'm very, Appreciate very happy for you yep. um, 
She now owns half of my hobby collection. <laughs> She's a millionaire. Yeah, bloody fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to double up on everything now. Just yeah. so she can, just give her all the unpainted stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know a man. <laughs> In a panther, I know a man. Do we have a date? No, not yet. Okay, no worries. Yep. We'll have to we'll have to work out a honeymoon where you go to like Tassie. In, like, in August, <laughs> I'll be I'll be, I'll be gone for a day. It's only a day. Trust me. Just 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 go go to the spa. Right? Yeah, the spa at Dennis's place. <laughs> Russell Russell just organised for so like stand under the hole in the room. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Russell stand there and just drop buckets of water in through the room. <laughs> That's a Tasmanian day spa. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. We love you, Russell. Miss you. I want to come down and see you again and fucking rub both your heads on on your head not your there you go <laughs> I didn't mean that I honestly didn't mean that yeah I know yeah as soon as I said it I'm like oh fucked up there uh. you know what's my sister is this Odell's never allowed <laughs> no exactly right She's ne- don't tell her about this oh did, did was Odell on the no no, no, no she wasn't there no. no she didn't come on no she stayed at home with Lil it was funny yeah, we just uh, was oh. serious historical discussion exactly right yeah. Yeah. yeah whatsoever just, yeah it's uh, very good all right, I think we're gonna hit a break. Um, when we come back, we're gonna we've got some things to discuss. We do. Um, you guys are mad keen on your three D printers, so mm-hmm. and you've been going nuts. Sneaky, you've been you've run yours for about six months straight now. It's mm-hmm. barely had a break. I've got I've got more than one now. I've got yeah, I know. three of the fuckers. Three. Anyway, we'll talk about that. All right, hit a break. All right, back soon. Bye. And we're back. I mean, I say we're back, but. We didn't really go anywhere. All right. So, lads, talk to me about some 3D printers. Right. Well, so I guess one of the the way I I thought that we would frame this is to build it around the question, should I buy myself a 3D printer? Um, And as inclined probably as Rubes and I are to say, yes, of course you should, that's not necessarily the answer. That's correct. there's a couple of reasons for that. The first one is... It's a hobby in itself. Like, you will spend oh, yeah. a lot of time crawling money. on your <laughs> hands and knees, scratching your head going, what, why is it doing this? Right? So <laughs> why wouldn't you print? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if, if you're not a mechanically kind of inclined person, there, there's a lot of scope for frustration. There, would, would you say oh, yeah, that's right? Oh, yeah, very much so. I mean, I'm not very man- uh, mechanically inclined myself. Having said, I have enjoyed tinkering with the odd ch- uh, part change or upgrade, but, yeah, it um, until you get your head around it, it can be very frustrating getting getting a perfect print out. And, in fact, getting the thing to run in the first place can be very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I... I um I had been watching that technology for quite some time, and I'd always... Yeah, I'm. I'm generally not an early adopter of anything much. I mm. like other people to have that frustration for yeah. me. <laughs> Let it get road tested a bit first. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and it, th- it's almost like the last eighteen months to two years, it sort of turned that corner where the um, ease of use, the cost, and the um, uh, availability have have hit pretty much the sweet spot now. But that, that's for FDM. Printers. Yeah, yep. Um, and I was the same. I I'm denied about it for a long time. Spoke to a few mates that had gotten into it, and um, eventually sat down and crunched some numbers over how much they cost, how much it costs to run, as opposed to how much I was actually spending on things like vehicles and terrain at the time. Um, 
But I guess I was also lucky I had the uh, the room to set up a printer. See, my big thing was that when I first got into hobby, Garrett had access to a 3D printer. And that was like, that was a big deal back then. Because having access, mm. I mean, it's you just couldn't, like, they were thousands and thousands of dollars. The first thing I ever got was I got a 3D printed Hellcat. And then also got a 3D printed truck. And I never thought too much about the quality. It was always just like, oh, it's not bad. It'll get me through mm. the next six months. But I mm. prefer a Rubicon or a Warlord or yeah. you know, something like well, that. Now, the, now therein is, is a bit of a question as well. because And it, it goes back to what we were just discussing. The kind of print you get when it's not your machine and you haven't calibrated it yourself yeah. is an order of magnitude shittier than what you get when you've just watched it do its thing and that you've run all the tests on it, you've run the calibration programs. And and that's for FDM as well. The, 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 so um, the other thing that I guess maybe the last year or so has really brought out is that um, the quality of resin printers and mm. the affordability of the resin oh, printers yeah. has really yeah. gone up. Uh, and the quality of print that you, you can get off one of those is pretty much indistinguishable from a... Uh, from a kit, you know, there's some things that just, it just can't do because of the the layout. So you know, um, the inside of a of a of a truck will be you'll have to have the yeah. windows closed, and you know you can't have clear windows, so you're going to have to come up with some clever way to sort of represent that um, in in your painting. But I, I bought one in the Black Friday sale, so uh, I bought one that's maybe been superseded now by by the next model uh so it was it was very affordable but i haven't set it up yet because unlike the fdm printers resin is nasty nasty shit and it, yeah, is it a, needs to be well ventilated and it's a health hazard. space and everything yeah yeah um so what i'm looking at doing is building an enclosure uh for them with a with a uh extractor fan that mm. sucks everything out the window yeah that, that's what's held me back from um resin printing i mean i'm one on ebay and it's a reputable one it's about 140 dollars mm. but it's a matter of oh yeah yeah i see those raised yeah, eyebrows that, is, that was that how is, much my one cost 100 yeah you got a, a printer for 140 dollars yep resin printer the uh it's any cubic so it's a, yeah, reliable. It's a photon photon yeah. that's the one i got yep. yeah yeah reliable what's What's the moon ray going to set you back these days? Because that's one I actually did look at back in the day. Like the moon ray was, that's oh, got that little there, pool of resin and it pulls yeah, it that's, out that's of what it. it does. Yeah. yeah, that's yep. what they all do. Um, I mean, the, the, hundred and forty fucking dollars. Yeah, yep. you can get six of the bastards. <laughs> yeah, incredible, isn't it? I mean, so it, they're less mechanically complicated than the uh, the than the FDM machines. Mm. There's fewer that's a, that's moving the 3D, parts. That's the plastic. And the that's traditional the The issue that I got with those is the ridges. I mean, unless you're doing a King Tiger, which had ridges on it, like it yeah, just doesn't. Yeah, but I mean, you've had a look at some of the buildings that I've done. Yeah, they're right? coming up and nice. You've, you've yeah, seen really some are. of the early, earlier tanks and stuff. What do you like the I Archer have, and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's um, it all comes down to your settings and and, and the actual. It's, it's your post preparation yeah. as well. So uh, I've I've certainly found that uh, using an auto primer on it and then sanding it, so you're almost filling in between the gaps and then taking the tops off the ridges. Um, but that problem goes away with the the resin printers. So yeah, that's I'm right. almost looking at using my uh, my two FDM printers just to churn out terrain mm. and uh, do terrain. vehicles and figures yeah. on the resin. FDM works with terrain well because there's a lot of ways you can hide ridges yeah. and you do all yeah. kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So like render and stucco, which exactly is really right. just a t yep. acrylic texture paint. Uh, yeah. Paste across the top and off you go. Um, uh, and one of the things we were going to 
talk about as part of this question about should I buy a, a printer or not. Well, for $140, the, the, the obvious answer is yes. Yeah, but there's that's a lot a resin, of... That's a resin printer. There's a lot of uh, caveats to that, though. For a, a resin printer, you need to have the space, you need to have the venting. Uh, Resin's much more expensive than is, filament. Yeah, the actual, oh, is it? The actual oh, material's yeah. more expensive, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's about... 50 bucks a litre, maybe more? Give or take, yeah. yeah. I've never right, so looked what, into it too much. I, I remember when Robin bought a 3D printer and his whole thing was like, the the way they get you is the filament's quite expensive. And that's and then all of a no. sudden the price has now dropped. And yep. it's it's one of those things that yep. when something when something new comes along like that, it, you know, it's at, at first it's very fucking expensive and only, you know, a select few people can do it. And then all of a sudden the price comes down and the price comes down and the price. Yeah. And then, so I'm looking at about a kilo of filament. It's cost me roughly about $26. Yeah. 25 bucks. You can you can yeah. buy a big three kilo, kilo roll for 75 Yeah. So, so, I mean, that price, I mean, I mean, you then talk about, so what's kilo to litre? Well, that's that's a it's a different thing as as well. So um, resin printers are intrinsically more complex because of the way that they work. You, you have to be more familiar with the um, uh, Chichi Box or the mm. you know the the design design software because they have to be supported with almost yeah. Like it's a, a la- it's a lattice work. Yeah. it's a lattice work yeah. that yeah. has yeah. to come yeah. out. Yeah. You know, what? I'm actually going to stop involving myself in this conversation because otherwise we're not going to get anywhere because I'm going to keep saying, but how do you do that? But that's so cheap. <laughs> but why wouldn't you do that? Like it's, yeah, yeah we're going to go nowhere. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm put my mic down. So the other question, the other, other element to that as well is, um, FDM printing, you know, it takes a l- fucking long time. It does. Uh, I'm currently printing out a samurai castle, which is about 16 inch squared by about six stories. Um, and that, that'll take me weeks. Um, so I, I've, I've printed off, I'm about halfway through now, um, but most of um, a whole French town um, worth, of, worth of buildings. But some of those three-story buildings will take two days, yeah. three days yep. to print. Now, um, I'm, I do not advocate leaving it running when I'm not there to watch it. Um, yeah, look, that's something I've seen. Somebody found. has to be in the house. It's okay if you're asleep because I've got a fire fire alarm in there and a fire extinguisher and whatever. But I mean that the hot end on that's running at 210 degrees. Um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be leaving the house and letting that run. So if if you are somebody that that doesn't work from home. Think about how long it is going to take you to build something um, when you can only do it in the evenings, and yet you've got to turn it off because there's nobody there to supervise it during during yeah. the day. And, and the other thing I find too with uh, is if it jams, or as we found with uh, printing some stuff for Odell's list, the particular spool I've got isn't wound particularly well, so the filament line is crossed over in several points, so it's preventing it from unspooling. So I've had that jam, and then the printer doesn't detect that, obviously, and it keeps going. So I've ended up with a failed print. So uh, that's the other reason why you you, you want to be around, Um, especially if you know that, like I know this particular spool um, from a few earlier prints is is like that, so I kind of have to be there to watch it, unwind it a bit, um, and and fix it as it goes a bit, unfortunately. But um, most I get it pretty good, and I can set it down for 10 hours while I go over snooze or uh, play Hearts of Iron 4, which takes up a lot of time. <laughs> and I can come back and I, I know that it's going to be fairly right. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I even pause it if I go down down the corner to the yeah. shop. 
to the yep. shop or something. I, I'm just not comfortable with the idea of that thing um, running at that temperature when, when there's nobody in the house. I mean, surely, sorry to jump in, but surely it would be a good idea regardless to give the machine downtime from time to oh, time. Yes, it, yes, it, yes, I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be good for that yep. machine to run at that temperature for so long. I mean, you wouldn't run that. I mean, having well, something running at 200 the, plus degrees the, for five days. The only days part that's, that's running at 200 degrees is 0.4 millimetres. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's I, just the tip. It's always, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it, I'm like, yeah. Back to the Malteser box. Um, yeah. It, it, I don't know. I just, it just, I just think about something running at that temperature for that long. I mean, you wouldn't go and leave your oven on for four or five days straight and just sort of walk out. No, no, but then, you know, I, I don't leave the oven on and leave the house ever. It's true. I mean, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't if any, do that. Anybody should, yeah. listening should not do that ever. Just don't leave the house with your oven running. Mm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, the, one of the things to consider, though, is um, it's time intensive, but the material, once, once you've got a uh, reliable machine and you've tuned it up, um, something like even the older Ender 3, um, so I've, I've Rubes and I both run the the same machine as kind of the the workhorse there, but uh, I've got one of their their older models that I'll I'll do stuff like if I'm printing a building I'll run print the roof off on the on the yeah. second one uh, just to to churn it out a bit faster. Um, they're cheap now and they're they're so well road tested that there's a very strong community of people out there that have the answer to pretty much every put, question. Yeah, you, you put up a picture of a failed print and say what went wrong and there's people that can tell you just by looking at it. So that's I mean that's the end of three, is it? Uh yeah. Yeah. So, so what the, is the big one the big ones are the fives. Yeah, which is I'm running a pair of fives. So what does a five set you back? Uh five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks each. Yeah. Four Yep. Yep. I mean I don't I don't really want to get into 3D printing because, I mean, you know, I've got, like, I've got you two plus Robin. Garrett's got a 3D printer. I'm pretty sure I know two other people with 3D printers. I don't need a 3D printer in my life. A resin printer, well, that's a different story. That um, maybe I can justify that. But, yeah, 500 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's incredible. They were cheaper pre-COVID too because, of course, everyone bought up. Everyone um, nuts. Yeah, um, so, I mean... If you consider one of the one of the things we were talking about just before was the uh, the pros and cons of FDM, uh, sorry not FD, uh, MDF, uh, laser cut terrain versus three D printing, uh, and that that's a good way to to look at it because I think terrain is really where yeah. it shines, especially for an FDM printer. That's it's uh, I reckon that's vehicles can be done. Mm. Uh, you you can't do figures. You, you can, but you've really got to tinker with the settings. Not I've, in 28 mil. No, you, I don't you, think so. I've been following a guy on YouTube that does it, um, mainly sort of fantasy type stuff, and he gets really good qualities, but yeah, well, he's I, really tinkered with every minute setting with, with the, the program he uses and everything. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, you look at a company like Hero Forge, where you can go and design your own mini and then they'll print it out and send it to you. Mm. I've had a couple of things like my Hero Forge and it's excellent stuff. Yeah. But for the cost, I wouldn't print a whole fucking army like that. Forget about it. Oh, no, 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 no. no. You're, you're paying premium. The nose yeah, for, premium. For yeah, I am. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? I but don't one, mind one it the, because it's I mean, great. Look, for However, histor- historicals like we do, right? Miniatures are dirt cheap anyway. Yeah. Right? Where people are printing miniatures is G-dub stuff where they're getting... Yeah. Um, or, or very special stuff like D&D monsters. Like yeah. this, so this guy I follow yeah. prints a lot of D&D stuff that, that there isn't miniatures for. 
or it's something that he's just going to use once and it might sit on the shelf for the next 20 years and never get touched. So it's not for day-to-day use. It's something quick and easy on the fly. So... Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, could, I couldn't see myself printing out, uh, even even in resin, where, where you could actually get a good result. I mean, you get a box of Perry's or, yeah, even for, like, yeah. rank-and-file Napoleonics, the plastics are so cheap and so good now. And I get too impatient to wait for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the other thing is, I mean, and, and that's, I guess that's my, that's my other thing is, like, why I wouldn't go for a resin printer to print vehicles. Why would I do that when I could just give my money to Rubicon? Mm. Rubicon are rel- I mean they're well priced for what they provide that's good yeah. stuff and they're a great company and they're a great I, bunch I of blokes and I want them to succeed I look at it as well for the more obscure stuff that obscure you can't stuff find. undoubtedly it's, absolutely um, could agree more yeah, yeah absolutely if yep. there's something out there that doesn't exist then what you guys are proposing is a fucking slam dunk because yeah how are you how else are you going to get that um, well, there's also there's also the thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't nec- I wouldn't have necessarily thought it would be viable for just printing off ones, but you want a whole platoon yeah, of yeah, um, yep. vehicles. That's correct. No, economical. no, no. You are right there. Yeah, I mean, if you are going to print eight of them mm. or eight Panthers, I mean, unless you're yep. Hari, that's going to be expensive. Yep. But uh, and you do have the advantage as well that that you can uh, rescale stuff so that if, if you want to, I mean, we're looking at um, playing uh, Blitzkrieg Commander in 10 mil oh, yeah. Um, yeah. soon, and I'm like, well, great, tell me what you need, and we'll, we'll yep. just print up your whole thing, we'll just buy a couple of bags of figures uh, from most of, the, or, most of the vehicles I've printed off all started life as 15 mil or 1100 scale for Flames yeah. of War, they've been rescaled to 28 mil, so. The only question I have for you is, when is the railway gun coming? Yeah, I do have that file. I know you got that file. Yeah. When's it coming? When's it going to fucking make it onto the tabletop? Because that'd be a great terrain. Piece. It'd take up half the table, actually. I think it'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sneaky, you'd be down with that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, the great thing is, you know, you can you can hit the next three tables over. Yeah. Can yeah. exhibition. Exactly hall. right. It'd be great. <laughs> we could actually set it up so it actually like physically launched something. Yeah. It'd be great. No, but, um, I mean, so the the relative. Thing that it's it's just about time really and yeah. how patient you are. Um, I mean, so look at, is... looking at the relative scaling of the um, um, MDF buildings, um, the the walls are very very thin on them. And now that yeah. I've gotten used to looking at um, uh, printed buildings, you you actually spot it straight away that this this thing is a little bit flimsy and depending on a how how well designed they are uh, about whether they've got internal bracing that supports it and b how how good you are about assembling it well you could i mean for something like that i mean somebody like yourself could literally go and get some paddle pop sticks and this that and the other cut them up and then make your own bracing out of it to give it a more a more you know earthy natural feel would that oh, correct it's 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 less about the look and the feel it's more about um the structural stability and the how well they're going to survive being put in and out of a transport a, yeah, exactly case right, and yeah, a right you are. whatever whereas the the printed stuff i, I could kick it down the stairs it's not, not yeah it, break. it's plastic <laughs> It's solid plastic. So I, I find, going back to the MDF versus plastic, the MDF for me is more a modelling project because most or a lot of buildings you get, there might be some designs 
printed into them there might be details printed into them but to get that real texture to get the ruins to get the rubble you gotta put the you work know, in you put some work in so to me that's a modeling project for for me printing um it's quick and easy i can print it yeah and i can paint it it's already done um, so I, I, I prefer the knights of dice mdf stuff which is beautiful every, stuff every day of the week because it's gorgeous and viv puts the time and the effort in yeah, yeah. Um, well, and one, yep. one of the things there as well is that they're structurally very solid because yes. they have that internal the, bracing and they're designed yeah. for gaming like, yeah 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 viv has kicked he's kicked a goal with it because they yeah. are absolutely and look we will eventually do that painting day that you and i've been talking about for two and a half years where we do actually i've got i need like a massive tub of those buildings that i want to paint up but that's the only issue that i have with that is because if i look at viv stuff viv stuff is in my opinion it it scores an A minus. Mm-hmm. The way you would get it up to an A plus is that you produce it the same way that, say, foreground does, where you just like pull it out of the box and put it together, and away you go. Yep. That's but the, the the flip side of that as well, right, is um, variety. Word. So yeah. you, you do have, and this this is simply a uh, f- a factor of the production system that um, you know the, the you, most ranges of MDF buildings have. A couple of them. Um, and, yeah, Knights of Dice is getting very, very clever now about making them more modular. Um, that, have you seen that, that Necron terrain that they've, yes. they've done and how the, they awesome. recombine in, in oh, different yeah. shapes and stuff? That's really, really clever. But Viv's for a very the, clever dude. Yeah. But for, like, how many different shop fronts can you can you keep in production like yeah. that? Whereas, whereas with the... Um, uh, design process for for printing, the v- variety. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to fill up this table and have no two buildings repeated, and I can do it. I've got the designs to to do it. Color me impressed. Genuinely, that's mm. that's a that's a heavy task. Because I look at um you know if I was to fill up a table with all of Viv stuff, I can do it. But mm. yeah, there's going to be double ups. I mean the the, the terrace houses for one thing, mm-hmm. there's going to be double ups of those. But I mean. It, it is what it is. I mean, there's the, he's got the delicatessen and the butcher and this, that, and the other. Mm. But yeah, it's it's difficult to pull up, you know, fill up a whole six by four and achieve yeah. what you what it is that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, and and but the, then the the other bonus about that, um, on the flip side of that coin, is the flat packed element of it means that they're very easy to ship. And, yes. and just store yep. in a shop because they all just lie flat. Whereas the um, we're looking more at the battlefield in a box kind of style where it actually is a great big chunky old box. And in, just in terms of SKU, um, sh- you know, stockkeeping units in a, in, a, in a shop, you're not going to see them stocked commercially like that. It's something that you it's either buy to do one because of the space or, it takes up. Yeah. 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 Yep. I mean... Um, if you look at uh, how um, House of War is a perfect example of that, as you walk in on your right hand side, um, you know they've got all that lovely resin cast terrain that's mm-hmm. all there for fantasy. Now I've asked um, Riordan, the guy who runs the place, I've asked him a couple of times, like this stuff is great, it's amazing, you know, but it hasn't got any prices on it. Mm-hmm. And he basically says you don't want to know what the prices are. Yeah, because it's just so high; it's almost prohibitive. Like we bought them yeah. with the idea well, of selling them. Because I look at, I looked at, um, you know, b- before I I went down the road of uh, kind of producing uh, terrain commercially, which will launch in the new year. But I'm not going to go into that too much. Yeah, I looked at the idea about um, casting 
stuff as well. And just because of the technique, um, resin's ex- relatively expensive compared mm. to, to the filament anyway. If you fuck it up, you don't get another go. No, that's right. And uh, it's big, it's heavy, it's chunky. Um, there's there's dudes that make the um, the files for very similar, you know, relatively generic high fantasy wizards castles or whatever. Wizards towers. Yes. Um, that that magic missile. Yeah, yeah. If if you uh, if if you're good at calibrating your printer, you'll get something just as good as that. Yeah, yeah, and um, it, there's quite an explosion of uh, sources, both free and paid, for the STL files out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I hear that STL get dropped quite a lot. Yeah, and so that's one of your main sort of print format files. Um, stereo, stereolith- oh, stereolithic file or something like that. I think it stands for stereolithogram. There we go. Sneaky with the knowledge. <laughs> Always with the knowledge. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's, there's plenty of sources for that too. And, and with that comes, as Sneaky mentioned, a lot of variety. Um, you know, if, if there's something that you want in particular, it's someone's probably punched out a file for it or at least had a crack at it. Absolutely. It's, it was one of those things that I always, I always liked the idea of getting an MDF cutter. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to like to get one at some point too. Yeah, it's, I'm, yeah. I remember when um, uh, was it Craig from Laser Touch was selling all his stuff. I Viv bought his, but he had like a Troy Tech five thousand. I remember him like telling me the spec on it mm. and this, that, and the other, and how he was doing this, this, and this, and this. It was yep. cool as mustard. It was yeah, great. It was you've great got, but... I mean, even that has its it has its issues. Um, actually, the dust that comes from the cutting is yeah. highly carcinogenic. carcinogenic. Yeah, it's like yep. cancer. Yeah. Um, the funny thing was that uh, Mike Parker, who runs Battlefield Accessories, uh, he burned his back shed down with his MDF cutter. Jesus. No, yeah, I'm not joking. That, that he happens, literally, yeah. yeah. He uh, it, it got the fire department were there and everything. They had to put the whole thing out, and that was it big you know um uh, insurance claim and yada yada and luckily he then realized all right this is an issue i can't continue to run this machine the way that i have been mm-hmm. and he i think he rented a factory somewhere and he's actually got like a proper little setup now and he's he's mm-hmm. at their kicking goals those guys by the way yeah we're going to talk yeah. about that a bit later but oh my god so look in in, in <laughs> without going down a massively deep rabbit hole the, we've been the good today on the rabbit holes haven't the, we we have Look, the answer to that question, there, there is no right or wrong answer to that. It really depends. Uh, a lot of it depends on how much time you've got. Um, I mean, you don't have to be looking at it all day, but um, you have to be in the house. In the vicinity. In the vicinity. So if you work from home, you're golden. You know, you just, I, I just set it up first thing in the morning. It runs until it's finished. I let it cool down and, and give it a rest every now and you know, give it a good clean and whatever. But because... Either one of us is always in the house, mm. um, more often than not. Both of us. That's that's not an issue. Um, I'm a very patient man, so I'm I'm okay just to let it. So he's more it. patient than both of us. Oh yeah, you? I wasn't patient. That's why I got a second printer uh, so I could print faster. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but the stuff I'm printing is big, like the yeah. big three-story yeah. office blocks, sort of. Sort I of can't things. wait to see what you come out with uh, when we start running events <laughs> again. Hopefully next year, the 2021 event roster. Um, well, yeah, I, I, I got a, um, a neoprene uh, cobblestone mat you did, to, yeah. to show it off. So, uh, yeah, it'll nice. look, look sick when it's all done. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you come out yeah. with because, I mean, um, I think we can talk about it. Sneaky is now running a company. He is he is himself a company uh, called Iron Harvest. 
Um, do you want yeah. to talk about it, Sneaky? Well, so the the website will be launching in the in the new year, but um, the next stage is that it will encompass the uh, commission painting business, but also the uh, line of terrain that I've I've licensed uh, for for commercial production. Um, I'm looking forward to this a lot. So, I mean, the pr- the process at the moment is that I just have to go through everything and run estimates on how much filament and how much time does it take to print each. each See, that one. was that was the rub with three D printing when I when I first became aware of it because like you'd be talking to people and they'd be like, oh yeah, I can I can print that for you. You know, it costs you two dollars an hour. I'm like, well, two bucks an hour? That's that's nothing. And then someone would say to you, "Is like, yeah, but it's going to take them 120 hours yes. to print the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so it's actually quite a lot for a tank. All right, no, I'm fine. Thank you very much. All good. Yeah. But it's gotten a lot, it's gotten a lot better? Um, well, I mean, the, the next generation, like the, the, the Ender 6, I think, claims to be significantly faster. Um, I don't don't know how... It'll be like the fifth element is. soon, won't it? You'll put some thing in a pod and then two things... And 20 minutes later, you'll be looking at Sherman. Yeah. Like, oh, really? well, yeah, that's, that's military the Military already game. using 3D printers out in the field. So what, the, 3D printing bullets? What are they doing? Well, spare parts. Spare parts, things like oh, that. Shit. I know the US military have got... They've been doing a lot of field testing of industrial strength 3D printers. I've seen a clip of a boat that was 3D printed, and I'm not talking like a... They, a they can 3D D. print concrete, mate. They bu- yeah. make buildings with these well, I know, Yeah, I've now. seen that. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. The way you can... Yeah, I've actually seen it, the way they set up a gantry yeah. and the thing actually um, knock up modular housing. With yeah. concrete. It's, I, that's cathartic to watch. It's, it's it amazing, really is. And if I was a bricklayer, I'd be terrified. Yeah. There's wet concrete Exactly everywhere. right. Because, um, look, most of the people that you run into, um, you know, if, if you're on these groups on Facebook or Reddit that, that aren't specifically for wargaming, most of them are from an engineering background. Yeah, and absolutely. It's for rapid prototyping. So instead of having to get an uh, industrial toolmaker to, you know, knock you up this thing on a lathe, you, you just print it out of aluminium filament. Well, not even that. I got a, a mate of mine um, runs a bakery down here, and he uses a three D printer to um, knock up possible new cake designs and shit like that. And you know, all of a sudden, you don't need to go and find someone who will knock that up for you because yeah. you know, if you're trying to come up with a new cake design, you don't want to make it out of a cake because a cake is mm-hmm. damaged and it gets you know yeah. flat and stale. Well, here's and, yeah. another another one, right? One of one of the things I considered doing for for a little while when when I was more into making terrain out of uh, foam core was going, well, architects commission this shit all the time. Mm. Yeah, they give you the, the plans and you build a model of their building and make some little people and stick it around. 3D printing will knock that whole whole thing Oh, yeah, yeah, out. definitely. You just go, okay, let's just design a uh, uh, STL file of your building. Run it through CAD and print it out. That'd be incredible. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I enjoy um, seeing that. I, 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 I watched a, uh, a film, re- really good film actually, called uh, Blood Vessel, which is like Nosferatu on a ship. Kind of thing, but that was that was just film down in Williamstown. I was watching the credits, and that first of all, I realised, oh, that's an Australian uh, company, an Australian film. And I'm watching what all the different credits were. Um, all the prop making, whatever, was all three D printed. printed. Yeah. Um, so the the uh, models that they're using to uh, simulate different stuff, they they all just knocked it up themselves. I'm still waiting for you to three D print me a Thompson. Oh yeah, I haven't got a file, but I can find one. I'm sure yeah. I could. If you can do that, I'll, I'll yeah. just let me know how much. I want a I want one one scale Thompson. One million dollars. I mean, keep your Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a real one. I'll get ten real ones for that kind of money. 
So uh, it, it seems like it's a it's you, if you run a cost benefit analysis and just work out how you know what your what your home time is like. It seems like it's very, very well, doable. Yeah, it, it really is. So, so as we were saying, um, I mean, I, I did the um, uh, government small uh, startup, uh, small business training uh, course. You did well, man. You did really good. I was talking to you while you were doing that, and you kicked a goal there, son. Yeah, it was really interesting. But one of the things they talk about is where is your break-even point? Um, in other words, how much stuff would you have to churn out to get to the point where you would have spent more buying it from from somewhere else right so if you consider um how much um laser cut terrain you would need to fill up a four by six by four board you'd be looking at 400 500 bucks easy i think easy so you're almost there by the time you've you've done that so i think that break-even point if you're the kind of person that's either part of a club and they're, they're you're pulling resources to do it that way or you're just really into it, you would hit that break-even point probably in seven months, six months, something like that. I, I did a bit of a cost analysis for my printing <clears throat> based on the vehicles I was printing and how much I would pay for those retail as opposed to how much it cost me to print. And I think it took me about three weeks to pay for my printer. Yeah, word. I mean, that's... I was running it pretty hard, though. Yeah. I mean, for, if you're talking about getting, like, rare stuff, then, yeah, you're going to pay for it really quickly because, yeah. I mean, we've all been to Shapeways. We know what that's like. It's like a candy store that you can't buy anything from because I don't feel like I'm selling a kidney to buy a tank. Yeah. It's ridiculous how expensive yeah. it is yeah. to buy shit And then you, you extrapolate that by Forge World prices <laughs> yeah. um, and you go, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I can buy this. I print one Titan and I'm done. I've yeah. hit that break-even point. I'm surprised that GW aren't cracking down on that kind of stuff. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah, really? Uh, so yeah. On, the, on, the, on the websites where you can uh, trade or download or whatever the, the STL files, they, they police it pretty hard. So there's you'll see a lot of stuff that's always referred to by kind of Gothic puns. Space Knight. Yes, Gothic Space Knight or yeah. s- Space Nuns with guns. Or that's brilliant. Things that because they, they've, they learn after that whole uh, thing with. Uh, Chapter House Studios mm. a couple of years ago that yes they can enforce the rights to the name but the concepts are just too nebulous mm. so as long as you're not calling it uh, by a trademarked yeah. title but yeah I mean a lot of stuff does get taken down and comes back in a different name a couple of weeks later yeah. uh, I mean, which is one of the great things about why this works much better maybe even for historicals is that you can't trademark a Sherman you can't no, trademark right. a Tiger <laughs> exactly right yeah, that's that's you hit the nail on the head. That's oh my, okay. So sneaky. In closing remarks, with your three D printer, you're I mean you're you're a convert. I mean, they're both of you are converts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't think I need to be a convert because I've got two you two, and mm-hmm. you know until I see my one one Thompson, we're not talking anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, look, I, I think uh, <laughs> he's one already. He's rumbled. Yeah. Me. Look, if if you've got a, got a spare room and you're at you're at home a fair bit. It's it's a good investment. Uh, it's not for everyone, you know. You you. Will it's, it's really a hobby in itself. It. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Like there's. A lot I remember when Robin was setting his up. He said it took him a long time to kind of fine tune and fiddle and find the sweet spot. But once he found the sweet spot, it was golden. Mm. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he's got like I think he printed out something like fifteen FT seventeens. Mm. I was fucking stupid. <laughs> all right. Okay, moving on. Oh, this is good luck with this fucking topic. Future events. I mean, we can talk about what's 
possibly going to happen. Um, we'll, we'll skip over our event for the mm. time being, and we'll go straight to it. From what I've heard, um, dear listeners, Wintercon in 2021 might happen. It might not. I don't know. CanCon has been cancelled. Um, Wintercon, that'll push us another six months on, but, you know, we're in flu season then. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope it runs. If it runs, depending on what's going on with me moving house, I might go. Um, Wintercon is a good bit of fun. The other nice thing about Wintercon, Sneaky, is you go up there and it's fucking cold. And yeah, I know you well, like your cold weather, Sneaky. Well, I mean, I, I've d- just been thinking um, I need to pretty much go to every tournament that I can and just have the uh, trade trade stall there so mm. i mean you'll probably see a lot of me but not on the not at the gaming not table. at the game not not rolling dice no you'll see me there oh, s- oh hang on breaking buildings <clears throat> sneaky is it time for you to get a car license and a van yes oh, oh, man you think of what a menace that would be <laughs> you would sneaky with a van you put an old mattress in the back <laughs> Robin Reliant, like uh, Robin Reliant, Delvo Trotter. I'd love you in a Robin Reliant. I would love you in a Robin Reliant. It would be so good. Uh, like no, Del- dude, Trotter down at oh. the markets. <laughs> you are going to need wheels, though, aren't you? If you're going to start doing this, ah, uh, well, I, I have, a, I have a bit of a thing worked out. So I actually have a parking space here, which a yep. uh, dear friend of mine uses. Uh, and I, not and a I friend said, anymore though. Get the fucking get your shit no, out. No, 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 no. I just said, look, okay. Uh, so you're gonna, in exchange for all that years of free parking, right. you've just got to drive me around and help me load. Ah. <laughs> load <laughs> Nicely paid, sir. Nicely paid. So he's gonna drive you to Canberra. Well, no, maybe not Canberra, but I was gonna say that's yeah. a that's a big yeah. ask. But um, the other thing is, I, I don't need to necessarily have everything there. You have some examples, and then just a and you just take orders and say, okay, well, that'll be ready in six weeks. That's that's a good way of doing it. Um, the other one that I have heard rumblings about is Moab. Moab might run and might not. I don't know. Um, it's all just guesstimate work at the moment. Um, every event. Uh, down this way got cancelled this year. Yeah. Yep. We had quite a nice little tournament roster kind of worked out roughly and then everything just went to shit. So Well, and my my concern concerns maybe not the right word, but my my worry about some of this stuff is Your that feeling. unless unless we um come back all guns blazing and and you know have some really high profile Good events is just that that momentum will will fizzle Drop out off, yeah, and it'll the, just wick off. The number of people that have just not touched anything in in however long and just kind of just drop drop out through. I'm hearing. I, I I personally I think that most people are going to be in the same boat as us. Like I said, that I haven't done any hobby. It doesn't mean I don't I don't want to play. I do want to play, um, and I think that a lot of people are going to be like that. I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'm on, for example, like mm. a lot of uh, miniature painting groups mm. on Facebook and Reddit. Reddit's a big one for this because there's almost this cultural disconnect between people who paint five miniatures a year but treat it almost like an artistic exercise and gamers for whom it is a... Um, it's a means to an end. It's a means to an end. You, you yeah. need them to, to play, and the play drives the, the hobby side of it. And if there's no yeah. play, then that's a, a risk factor there. I'm not saying I do five miniatures a year. I do a, f- a few more than that. But for me, it, yeah, it definitely... Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, then you, Garrett's you know what, on this. You know yeah, I mean, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I, I think you're exactly correct. Um, in the spirit of trying to get things going, um, a new there's a new gaming cafe that's opened... 
Uh, it's around about, I think it's less than a kilometre from my house, so that's pretty sweet. And there is a pub across the road, Sneaky. So um, the idea is is we're going to run an event. Um, I live in a suburb called um, Cranbourne, um, otherwise known as Crimeburn because it is a shithole. Uh, but uh, we're going to possibly run an event called CranCon. Uh, <laughs> and um, essentially, it's not. We, we don't want to. There's gonna be no prizes. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a tournament per se. It's just gonna be out, gonna be. Let's roll dice. We haven't done it all year. So let's beginner friendly. Fun. Get out there, roll some dice. Not have even some beginner fun. friendly. Just everyone friendly. Just just come roll dice. Just come and have fun, and then roll three games, thousand points, and then when we're done, we go across the road and have a pot of palmer. Yep. I mean. Just having a pot of Palmer, mate, like, or just a fucking steak, or just anything, just just to socialise and see people again. I oh, mean, man, it, was incre- it was incredible. Like the we we had the first uh, League of Ancients meeting, yeah, back since probably March, I think. Has Stubbsy grown a Howard Hughes beard? He no, looked good he's, with he's it. looking pretty well groomed, actually. Uh, it's disappointing. Still, uh, still, still thrashing me at uh, at uh, Saga. No, actually, no. It's it's actually the uh, the two Richards, uh, one of whom wrote the book. So he, I guess. He's got Right, you are. But uh, Stubbsy did win the uh, Fog In event at CanCon. He does well. See, and that's the weird thing. I mean, I was I was getting up to speed with that game system, and I completely forgot all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. And because I, I'm not not intrinsically familiar with those sort of rank and file conventions about you know, how do you wheel a big unit of infantry around like that, I'm starting. Again. Yeah. Just remember when there's cavalry, form a square. Yeah. I had yeah, to you bring the artillery up and Yeah. <laughs> See, I had to I had to I was talking to one of my workmates today, um, and we're having a good chat and um, I said I was on a podcast tonight, he said, Oh, what's it about? And I was six and he said, Oh, so how does the game work? And I said, Are you were familiar with forty K? And he's like, mm. Yeah, I, I used to play back in the day. I'm like, Well, it's like World War Two forty K. That's the way that I normally explain it to people because mm. most people know what forty K is. Mm-hmm. And I was chatting away and he said, Well, so how does it work? I started explaining the rules, and then I actually caught myself a couple times going, no, that's wrong. Fuck, how do you do that again? I haven't played this game in ages. Like, the last time I threw dice was was, was January. Mm-hmm. This has nearly been a year. Oh, look, I nuts. think they're, 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 they're probably, for us, they're probably just rules around the edges, mm. so to speak. Yeah. Like, the, the, actual, the main mechanics, once they're yeah. in your head, they, they stay yeah. there. Yep. They come back real quick, mm-hmm. too. So, um, yeah, we're going to try and run uh, Crank On. Uh, we'll see how we go. We're attentively looking at twelve players. I um, would love to see um, some of the originals, uh, sort of, you know, come out of the woodwork. Um, Aaron Cattle, I'm looking mm-hmm. at you because I haven't seen Aaron Cattle in forever. I love catching up with that cat. He's great fun. Oh, big news! Anthony Amp Dog, the big man, is moving to Melbourne. Yeah. As of yeah. this weekend coming, and as of Monday, my boy's going to be a plumber. I've got him a job where I work, and he is going to be uh, popping in toilets, changing taps, and doing it all. Crawling so. around under houses. Cleaning pipes. Cleaning pipes and... Installing a ream. Insta- yeah. <laughs> I've installed many a ream, my friend. <laughs> my little hat on. Um, no, it's it's great. Amph's actually moving to Melbourne. So, um, yeah, it might be Pierre and Amph on the podcast, but he's going to be coming along. Garrett and Rob are coming out of the woodwork. Um there now. Rob's moved into a new house. He did that this year. Garrett's moved into a new house. Amph's moving into Garrett's old house. Like I'm not making that up. That actually happened. Um, yeah, it's it's everything's kind of happening really nicely. 2021. I don't know. It's looking up. Well, look, the only way it can go is up, or so we say, until the I don't know vampire 
slave overlords. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> vampire space Nazis. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Have you? Okay, okay. This this will answer my question as to whether we should have invited him the other night. Sneaky, have you watched The Mandalorian at all? No, I haven't. Right. Interested at all? Yeah, I am actually. The reviews okay. are good. Yeah, they are excellent. phenomenal. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Anyone who's seen the Mandalorian? Yeah. What, what what I got into? Um, so over over lockdown, um, we made it a part of our ritual of staying staying sane through the winter was that we uh, we watched a movie nearly every day through that period. I did so not have children. I went. Uh, went through every kind of Lovecraftian influenced film that has ever been made. Uh, you we, and Marissa watched every Lovecraftian film. I wouldn't have yeah. picked it with you two. Not at no, all. No. <laughs> but uh, we got we got Shudder, which is cool because it's like Netflix. Oh, it's but, a, that's oh, it's the horror, horror Netflix. Netflix. Oh, righto. It's good. I, I mean, it's it's good value. It's what five bucks a month. You know, uh, if you if you have a VPN, uh, which is worth getting for a lot of reasons um mm. security being one of them and uh geo blocking being the, the, <laughs> security the being one. the only reason for having yes. a vpn not torrenting or pirating movies of course yep. no it's not not, e- <laughs> yar, yar. <laughs> not, e- not even not even necessarily torrenting um just accessing the content that's on netflix that you can't get here i've seen that there is a lot yeah, of stuff available you tell it, you tell it oh, oh, i'm in la trust me yeah um Having spent a lot of time in the US, don't the US, yourself. Don't no, 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 no. When I was basically spending three months a year in the US, you're already, you're, you're already, I was on you're, Netflix a lot over there because I obviously was on holiday or not working over there. Yeah, and I can tell you what, American Netflix shits all over the Australian one for content. Just yes, saying, be careful. So you're on ice after, all the, after all the hangings, all right? That was so the provost, not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it, it was it was fortuitous timing in a way because we we got on the NBN over winter as well. So we've got fast internet now. Um, the NBN's improved a bit. I got it when it first, internet. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. I, it, I got it when it first came out, and I was just like, "There's no discernible difference." New, it's rubbish. Mm. But um, but yeah. compared to what we what we were getting, because everyone was at home all the time. Yeah, it just slowed everyone, to a crawl here. As, as a plumber, everyone was just like, we all thought it was going to slow down, and it was just like, yep. Ever, like I mean, my work put all these things in place. Like you know, we're gonna. Man. Yeah. Well, no. It's, yeah, there is that. Everybody poops. No, no, no. There is that. There is absolutely that. But everyone like you know they froze all our overtime. They paid it all. It's all good. Like you know, um, all of our, our all our little bonuses got frozen. Everything was just and for like four weeks there, we were just everyone was like just crossing their fingers. And what we didn't realize is everyone went home and worked from home. And then they decided to every everybody in Melbourne decided to do DIY and fucked it up. And then everyone fucked everything up. <laughs> and then we were running around like idiots. And you walk in, and there'd be some guy stood there going, "Yeah, it's funny. I installed that, and I don't think I did it correctly." I'm like, "Mate, it's pissing out water everywhere. That's fucked." The number of times I had to pull something out and then show the guy <laughs> saying, "This is why you get a plumber to do this." And oh my god, oh, how does it, we would run off like- our feet. Electricity and plumbing. I'm just like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. If if you're out there listening, I've had this conversation with Garrett many, many times. Garrett fancies himself a plumber, and I think eventually maybe he will pick up the tools one day and go be a plumber instead of a teacher. But yeah, there's like, as a plumber, I know a little bit about electrics. I still won't touch electrical. And it's if you're if you're not a plumber, don't touch shit. That'll, my God, it's a fucking it's a scary world. But yeah. People were out there fucking shit up left, right, and center. We had a couple of slow weeks where you'd end up with like three blokes putting in a hot water service. That was fun. Not. You're tripping over each other and fuck off and get out of my way and yada, yada, yada. Most of the time, it's been great. 
But, um, yeah, I don't know what it was like for, for the police, but it didn't really... It, it was busy still, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. It was, I, I, it and I'm not saying that it didn't slow down for other people. I'm not saying that, you know, people didn't have times when it was, you know, work oh, got quiet. It certainly slowed down in the university sector. Exactly that's right. For sure. <coughs> but, um... No, we, yeah. we had, uh, oh, man, hundreds of thousands of jobs lost in that that yeah, it's fucking insane. Without the uh, international students, and if, mm. even without anybody being on campus, you know, all of your your campus caretakers and janitors and whatever yeah. got furloughed and laid off. Yeah, that's crazy. Hopefully, it sort of picks up again this year, and we can sort of get back to some sort of normal. Hopefully, the fucking the, the vaccine that's come out, it sort of does what it's supposed to do, and we mm. can we can sort of push on. But oh, it's just it's just been a funny old year. It's been shit, but. Um, but yeah, getting, getting back to it, uh, of course. Um, yeah, hopefully the events, we can sort of start running some more events this year, 2021, kick off the calendar. Looking forward to it. With CranCon and then just run, like, you know, get back to our four event mm-hmm. roster. Yeah. Um, hopefully Rubes can get the time off and actually play a couple. Yes, that'd be nice. Um, and then, um, yeah, all of our, our entire prize pool this year, um, totaling, uh, I think it'll be about $1,000 per event will be supplied to us strictly by Iron Harvest Studios. Um, I'm talking like painted armies. I'm talking like yeah, oodles of terrain. Yeah. Are you Mal- not? Co- Mal- you said you were cool with this off air. Oh, you said yeah, you're... No, a- I mean, <laughs> to an extent. I'll, I'll, I'll give you like a little, little MDF outhouse. Give someone. <laughs> Pissing that outhouse and give it back to you, you bastard. I did, I, actually, I did print out a 3D outhouse That's to a, add to someone. That's awesome. the train I love it. I love Brick it. Outhouse. Are you are you responsible for one of Tove's lists, the the universal carrier list? Maybe. Yeah, that's a yes. You <laughs> don't encourage him. I did print out a quite a few carriers of several yeah, varieties for Tove. Does not need encouragement. And I believe there's also a um, Tasmanian uh, Japanese list with a lot of trucks. Oh, like, yeah, well, yeah. No, nothing, nothing wrong with sending a bit of stuff down south because a lot of stuff comes up from. Oh, comes yeah. Up, yeah. Um, all right. So we spoke a little while ago about battlefield accessories, and I can talk about this now. Mike has given me the go ahead. He gave me the go ahead months ago, but we haven't recorded. Um, battlefield accessories are having an honest to goodness stab at not replicating, but taking on foreground. Now, foreground, I love this shit. I really do because you basically, you take it out of the packet, you glue it together, and it's fucking ready to go. Like, it's it's ready. It's already painted, this, that, and the other, all good, and they look great. Battlefield Accessories are doing something very, very similar, and they've taken it a step further where it's the stuff they're using to paint their um, their buildings and whatnot is, is textured as well. So not only is it painted, it's also textured. It looks cool. The buildings themselves are still quite simple. Um, they're very modular, very square. They're not as intricate. They're a bit more hard-wearing, I believe. Um, but they look great, and it's Battlefield accessories, so it's very affordable, and you can put down a lot of stuff on a table quite quickly. It is just the MDF stuff, so you bang it out of the sprue, glue it together, pegs, and away you go. And then, yeah, like... A couple of hours later, you're playing on it and it's all good. And you don't need to fart around painting the stuff. Nice. Um, top quality stuff. They also do roads and rivers. Very, very happy with that. Yes. Road, roads are something that always seem to... Fall by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not a lot of... Yeah. But a lot of people do the road thing, but then, you know, you've got to then fucking paint the thing and then let it dry yeah. and then dry brush it and do this. But this is just literally take it out and it's ready to go. You slap it down on the table. 
Um, so well done to Mike and Lance. Uh, it's fantastic stuff. I'm a big fan. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Uh, Rubes, I'll be handing it over to you for your... Yeah, keen your, to get my greasy little mitts on it. Yeah, for your consideration. Um, definitely worth looking at. Mm. But Rubes, what else is coming out? Uh, yeah, so one of the highlights for 2020 was... Uh, You're lying. There's no highlights this <laughs> fucking year. It's hey, shit. Everything's shit. This came in time on Christmas Eve. It arrived, or day before that. Um, Santa Claus has something to do with it. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Um, a little while back, I backed a Kickstarter by May 40 Miniatures. Um, they were releasing a line of 1940 um, Falsham Jaeger. So I'm just digging through my boxing. We're doing, we're doing a live unboxing. Live unboxing of my... Uh, Yes. <laughs> Bruce, why has that guy got a pink helmet? <laughs> oh, it's just weird. <laughs> Grotesquely misshapen. Um, What's that yeah. pustule on it? <laughs> it's gone too uh, far. Back it up. Rewind. Yeah, the line was <laughs> long <laughs> before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pulling out, uh, I've got a platoon worth of uh, 1940-era um, Falsham Jaeger. Um, the May 40 line focuses literally on that, on May 1940, so the uh, German invasion of the Low Countries. Um, and I'm looking at these pieces, and they're really quite nice. Could they be used uh, for Desert FJ? Tropical um, at all? Is it, a tr- is it a tropical-looking uniform at all? No. No, it's very much a European uniform. Um, very early war um, setup. So you're kind of looking at uh, probably from 39 through to 41, so Barbarossa, I suppose, uh, Crete, maybe, um, but yeah, really not the tropical kit. Um, and I also got a platoon of their Dutch uh, infantry, which is really nice. There's only two things in this world that I hate. People who are insensitive of other people's race, religion, and cultures, and the Dutch. <laughs> well, I don't hate the Dutch because they've produced some very nice miniatures in this case. Um, so Sneaky, what are the Dutch produced? Is it cheese that they're... I mean, it's like tulips and fucking dikes and windmills, but... I will not have anything said. <laughs> <laughs> some lovely movies. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, lost no, some listeners do, on that joke. What do, what do they make? Um, legalised drugs. Um, oh, a, yeah, they do. Uh, but do they do... Is it Edam, Edam cheese? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love some Dutch cheese. Wooden shoes. Windmills. Now. Windmill, they do a lot of windmills. Foreground to a nice windmill. Mm. I've been badgering Mike Parker and Viv to do a windmill for ages. They haven't acquiesced at my request, so I had to go and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. I can't do that properly. My neck's too fucked oh, up. I know, like right? Years of headbanging. Every time you go and watch a year and a half in the life of Metallica part two, mm. um, oh, God, was it sad but true when Jason Newstead does the, the windmill? It's like, oh, oh my God. Man, you just end up with a neck like Corpse Grinder from Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so well, Dale, um, don't get old. Getting old really sucks. It's just—it's really overrated. Just stop. So, yeah, so nice variety of uh, poses here as well. Um, one of my favourites is the MG34 uh, crew on the move. Um, I'm actually now looking at a mortar team on the move as well. Do they have blue helmets? Uh, well, the- they are going to have blue helmets. <laughs> I. I- I said, yeah, I, I, I'm, tempted, it's yes. I'm tempted to, but I know they didn't. Uh, they didn't use that them in the field. That doesn't make any difference. So, you I should know. just we'll go where your heart leads you. Yeah, well, we know I'm a bit of a rivet counter when it comes to painting yeah, my own no, stuff. But, I mean, here's the thing. Is you can be a rivet counter, and I respect For my that. stuff, but not for anyone else's. Do what you – people it, paint no, no, what you no, make you happy. Is it will be funnier 
to watch all those people on the internet get really <laughs> upset when you paint those helmets Grind blue. Those gears. Oh my god! <laughs> so the the other day, I, I got in some stupid argument with somebody on online. I think it was about those um, supposedly fifteen millimeter, but not oh, really civil war, civil yeah, war the ones. things. And this this guy and I was like, I know you. You're that guy that was having a huge hissy fit about being pulled up for having a perma in Africa. <laughs> And, and I had a go at him about that, and it turned out it was someone else with the same name. <laughs> <laughs> he the, was like, what are you talking about? The Puma in Africa. What, what, is that bolt action? Yeah. It was so, it, you, you probably remember that, too. He, he I know this, the army. Um, oh, God. Who the hell was that? No, I don't think he's Australian. Um, he's not? No, no, no. I don't nah. believe so. But um, anyway, so it, it wasn't obviously this guy's real name because it was a Star Trek Joke, but it was uh, okay. a second person who had picked that name to avoid the Zuckerberg filters and oh, there you go. whatever. And I just pulled him up on it. <laughs> he was like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you're looking for um, some really nice Dutch-looking uh, infantry or some early war Felschermega, uh, yeah, check out May 40 Miniatures. Well, you're also... It's my ticket of approval. Telling me that Warlord are coming out with some new stuff. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Warlord keeps drip-feeding gorgeous Soviet models. Um, so I've already picked up the uh, Soviet worker militia. Very yep. nice. They'll double as partisans as well in a pinch. Um, Have you checked out the um, Eureka Miniatures partisan? The yes. There's a bunch of them in the cabinet here. I, love I asked those. them for yep. um, uh, Hungarian militia. Yeah, so, yeah, those models are just gorgeous. So now they've uh, warlords dropped for their upcoming pre-order. Um, Soviet paratroops. They've finally done a Nimrod. Yes, yeah, Nimrod. Have they indeed? Yes, they have. They have. Yep. Yep. So that's, that's one of the well, areas well. where 3D printing doesn't quite work is open-top vehicles yeah. because you can't get the crew. In yeah. See, this is this this was my issue when I got the Hellcat from Garrett first time around is the three crew members that came with that Hellcat looked like Lego men. Uh, that's because they're upscaled from 15mm. Yeah, I had that same problem with that Nimrod that you printed yeah, for me. Yep. I had to actually... Ch it turns out there is somebody's um, remixed that model and oh, taken really? the crew out. Yeah. Um, but I had to sort of chop them off and then re-sculpt bodies and just stick uh, German heads. Heads on them. On yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they've, uh, Warlords also uh, got finally got NKVD squads. They look really nice. They do, actually. And I like NKVD because it's a good mixture. It's You, you get a, a breaking colour from just khaki and green. Yeah, it's just from that drab Soviet colour. So drab. Um, so you get that splash of blue with a touch of red. And mm. uh, new anti-tank uh, sculpts for the Bomb Dogs. The, the Bomb Dog sculpts look really good, but I still yeah. can't bring yeah, them yeah, it's, it's, Send Lassie it's such under a, the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're doing a pack with... So they can actually sculpt dogs. It's yes, that, that, yes. That, 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 <laughs> the war dog. The devil dog. The devil dog was just an oh, anomaly, wasn't it? Still it was, it was an outlier. Um, yeah, so it comes with a Molotov launcher, an AT rifle, and the bomb dogs, and the sculpts look fantastic. Well, the spotter for the AT rifle could very easily double oh, for yeah. a sniper spotter or yep. a spotter in general. It yeah. looks, it's a good it's a yeah. good, it's a good, uh, good model. Yeah, so um, no doubt they'll be gracing my collection and my uh, growing pile of unpainted shame. Yeah, I imagine you'll be getting to that painted... Uh, you know, painting those sometime probably 2025, maybe 26. 26. Yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> All right, so um, anything else come out recently that we 
Uh, the D-Day book is coming in January. No, nah, we're talking. Uh, we're gonna. I think we're gonna do. Week. Yeah, we're gonna do a, uh, another podcast probably early Feb. We might get to it sooner. Don't count your chickens. It just it just won't happen. Uh, maybe early Feb, but we're actually going to go over a lot of the book releases that came out this year that we didn't get to talk about because, um, you know, we don't feel the need to, you know, we, we don't feel well, no. the need for the public's attention. We don't need no. that once a month little ego boost. Yeah. We'll come along and do things as we want to do them because... We, we don't need to get an early copy of a book and no, rush out. Oh, God, no. I just sound yeah. like a fool. Yeah. I just sound like a fool when you do that you kind of stuff. You need time to digest. You do. Stuff. Exactly right. You don't have to run out and go, oh, look at me. Look at what I got. I'm so special. You're not special. The fool. We're not fools. We're just Pity lazy. The fool. <laughs> <laughs> a pity the fool who does a book review. No, we'll uh, we'll do a proper book review. Um, we'll sort of have a look at what's come out over 2020. I've got kind of got it in mind to also, along with that book review, review the miniature that came with it. What was that one? Well, just in general, like so, the books. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah we can do that. Because I've got a lot of hate for the devil dog, a lot of lot of love for the handler, a lot of hate for the devil dog. Well, I'm pretty sure you can just chop that head off. Just or, dog. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Do, that, do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what you could do? I've actually got a, I've got a French bulldog. You could change it out for. I've got a pug miniature. There you go. Yeah. Do that. I'm pretty sure I've got a French poodle. I've got a French poodle because I was going to use it for an injective <laughs> marker for Jacob's uh, French partisans. <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, coming forward, I, I think we're gonna yeah we'll uh, we'll do another episode at some stage then. But um, anything else to add? I think we've kind of we've kind of covered off on everything. We Merry, kind of can. Merry Christmas to, to all three of you. I mean, yeah. I know Odell's yeah. been a bit quiet. She's just easing her in. Yeah, this is essentially how it goes. It's just a shit talk. I know you'd sit there going, "Fuck these guys, carry on." We do, we do carry on. You don't even know the half of it. I mean, you should have been here for the Russ episode. That was carry on. That was we were talking about some wild shit. That there was yeah, nothing just... but rabbit holes in that episode. No, that no. was the rabbit hole. We do episode. apologize, listeners. I think in Feb though, we'll actually do it properly. Maybe we'll do this podcast on a weekend. Find a Saturday where we're all free and actually like we'll sneak in and cook some brisket or something and yeah, go nuts. Yeah. But. Look, I'm I'm pretty happy. I think we should sign off. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're, we're, the sun is going down. It's it cooling has. down. It's, it's cooling down a bit now. It's not as no nice. No mosquitoes, though, which is great. You are lucky. for. I think it's living near the city. You don't get this, the mosquitoes. No, we live near this, the malarial swamp of the Elwood Canal. Remember? That's true, you do. But you don't. No mosquitoes. I'm not, getting, I'm not getting carried off. I don't think they're like the chili plants. Not, not many inse- insects do. That's true. I mean, they are. I mean, Sneaky has taken. You become quite the green thumb, Sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was COVID, I still, COVID's been good for you. You've no. painted a lot of armies. You've become a gardener. Yeah. You've, you've. The beard's filled out quite nicely. Read a lot of books. Yeah. It was yeah. Right. I imagine. Yeah. Watched yeah. a lot watched, of movies. Watched every Lovecraft movie. I saw when I walked in that um, sitting down in front of the telly, you've got Event Horizon and Clerks. I'm like, well, yeah, that's Christmas present. Classic Christmas present. Somebody, yeah. whoever bought you those, loves you. I don't, yeah. I don't know who it was, but they love you. That's two really good films. Although you should watch I, I Event Horizon. Spinal, uh, Spinal Tap Blu-ray. That is cool. <laughs> I like that. Well, I, I had the DVD already, but uh, it's nice. It's actually really interesting seeing it in, like, high yeah, def. I'm hearing you. There's a lot of shit you miss in the background. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you should definitely watch Event Horizon. Uh, it's a terrifying film, but brilliant. Now, on the topic of Event Horizon, th- there's been a lot of talk this year that they found the missing scenes. No. Yes. 
Yes. There was yeah because they wanted to release it and then they finally said yeah go and do it and then they were gone. Is that for real? Yeah, uh, apparently they're in pretty bad condition because they're just like da- daily rushes or, or something. Like, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, apparently they did find them. Um, so they will probably be uh, be online in the fullness of time. Terrifying. Apparently, it's apparently quite it, horrific. It's really, really yeah. gory stuff. It's it's a sci-fi film where there's a ship called the Event Horizon that has this drive where it can fold space-time. And it zips off to another side of the galaxy and then comes back quite a few years later. And it's, you know, and it's really bad. But you should watch it because it's a great film. Clerks, you should watch, but I don't know, maybe wait a couple of years. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not gross or nothing. It's just, um, yeah. It's just my early 20s it's my it's 100 percent. i i i made the mistake recently of watching the uh jane silent bob reboot i did work in a video shop for quite some time oh, I actually can see you being a randall yeah you'd be a great randall <laughs> just abusing people yeah i'm gonna leave it there because i mean there's there's i mean I, I have a feeling we're on the precipice of a of a rabbit hole i think we are i think we don't yeah. need to go there all right well we will wish you Good day, good evening, good night, wherever you are. And a happy new year. Happy new year. Because that's coming up. I uh, hope you had a great Christmas. Hope the Santa bought you lots of toys. I mm-hmm. uh, hope everyone's safe. Truly, I mean, I know that we joke, but I hope everyone is uh, safe, that you're surviving lockdown no matter where you are, how you're handling it. Just do the right thing. Grit your teeth, get through it. And, um, yeah. Don't kill your flatmates. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> and we shall see you in 2021. Indeed. See you guys.
Thank you.